This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet 50 bucks at Win and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's sleeper.com. Slash SGP. And of course, don't forget to go download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right. Welcome back, DGENs. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer for the DFS. Oh, no, 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 wrong night. Uh, we're doing the, we're doing the betting show tonight for the Colonial, Steve. That's what we're doing. I was gonna ask you want to start the recording over, or do we just power through? Nah, nah, we're just gonna. We're just gonna yeah, th- at this point we're just riffing, so yeah, we're gonna yeah. power through. Uh, yeah, so sorry, uh, audience, we uh, you know mess up the beginning of the show. We'll try to do yeah. better. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a somber day. We're here to talk about golf, uh, but I don't know. My head's a little fucked up with four kids and everything that happened in Texas. So we'll do what we can to try to take uh, the mind off it. But you know, fucking sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. let's uh, let's do what uh, makes you happiest. Talking about uh, losing bets. That's right. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. There'll be, well, there'll be a lot of those this week. Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of losing bets, uh, well, I want to talk about Big Short, which has been awful lately. It's been like it's been like short Netflix from like 2011 to like 2018. It, it finally paid off though. What? Last week it didn't. Not, yeah, but like last year it did. Like when it. Oh, like, yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah. After you, yeah. after someone probably like quintupled down. <laughs> Probably got 40% of their losses back, back, but no. Exactly. So, all right. So, why don't we rewind the clock? Uh, big short two weeks ago, or three Homa. weeks ago, was Homa. That was very embarrassing. <laughs> which I am profiting on. Yeah, exactly. Which, in turn, I think the golf gambling universe didn't really like that, and I lost almost every single bet to Byron Nelson. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, and the Byron Nelson, it wasn't awful. I said Sheffield finished outside the top 20, and he finished like 15. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. That's fine. Um, last week, I am on record for saying JT was my least favorite golfer about <laughs> $10,000 range, and he won the major. And yep. again, I profited off of that. Oh, man. It's going to be a so bad week for you then coming you gotta, up. You got to fade all my picks. So you know what? I'm just going to go back. Maybe I was being too cute. Maybe I was putting the pressure. Like, all right, I got to pick like a really popular guy, try to be different. yeah. Just going to go back to my roots, just something I just don't understand. Okay. I don't understand why Daniel Berger is getting ownership this week. I, I really don't. Like, even if you look at his history at Colonial, other than uh, his win, which was the COVID year, by the way, which is a bizarre year, which was everybody was coming in cold. Yeah. Like, who the hell knows how that really, like, was that even a real thing? Like, I don't even right. know. Like, other than that. Let me pull up his actual colonial history. It's it's not that good. So he has a win. He has a T20, a T53, and a cut. Like, this isn't, like, a guy who's churning out, like, regardless of form, top 20s, top 15s, top 10s, over and over and over. Yeah. And I'm still seeing double-digit ownership on him. He's going to be choppy. Yeah, when you have, like, good players around him, like Sungjae, like Finau, Gooch, Fleetwood – if Fleetwood's cursed, like, there's a lot of good options around him in DFS, and you're going with a guy that's done absolutely nothing in three months that other that other than a win hasn't done much of this golf course that statistically is trending downward. I don't get it. So I'm going to say he finishes outside the top 40 this week. Love it. Just continuing the chain. Let's go. Love it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you have any uh, big shorts just looking at ownership? So at, as far as the like, ownership goes, I mean, we're talking like about like anything you don't understand, like low or high or anything. Yeah, so I mean, I guess I guess you kind of explained to me why Smotherman is is <laughs> as big as he is because you said he's Mayo's boy, so that makes sense. I'm with you with Burger. I don't get it, which makes me terrified, right? Like, I mean, what am I seeing that you know, 15 to 18 percent of people aren't seeing? But yeah, I don't like Burger this week. Um, I think it's I think it's I don't know, like. I think it's cute that Scheffler's not getting any ownership. I feel like that's kind of crazy. Yeah, just, and like just just auto fading the PGA guys and plus Scheffler. 
Yeah. I don't get it either. Yeah, it's it's fucking weird, man. Like I get I get why you're fading Will Z. Like maybe you think he's maybe you think he's you know not gonna play well after another playoff loss. Like I can see either side of the argument on that. I can argument on both sides. Um, but yeah, I, I would think Scheffler not getting any ownership, and then I, I'm with you with Berger. And and I know Webb's your boy, but listen, fucking one good Saturday, and all of a sudden he's back. No, thank you. I'll he pass. had a good Thursday. You need yeah. to re- I disregard. I disregard the Thursday. You know what? You you live in your own truth, buddy. <laughs> That's right. So. I'll put Billy Ho at fifteen percent again. Fucking always with Billy Ho. Yeah, we'll talk about him tonight. He'll make an appearance. <laughs> All right. Why don't we take our first break and then we'll start getting to our betting card. All right, sounds good, man. Listen, you guys got to make sure you guys go get down on the win bet, $50 to win, $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to 200 bucks in free bets. Plus, the win bet casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three-leg or longer. Bills your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. Don't forget the match is coming to the win, and you can bet it on win bet. The GOAT and Aaron Rodgers are minus 200 favorites over uh, the babies of the AFC, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. At plus 165, I know I'll be laying the juice. There is so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit WYNNBet.com and go get started today. The offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at WinBet.com must be 21 or older and present in state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Let's talk about the weather forecast before we get into it. Yeah. So today in Fort Worth, they got approximately 85 inches of rain. <laughs> yeah. It rained. Like I'm looking. No, it was out there with the arc. Yeah. I'm looking at this, this Tuesday forecast and like it's a quarter inch pretty much from 1 a.m. through 1 a.m. on Wednesday. <laughs> it's yes, so yes, yes. much rain. It's a lot of rain. So, but after that, it's going to stop raining. And the Thursday forecast has gone back and forth. So to start the week, it was looking like it was going to be really windy for everybody. Kind of 25 mile per hour winds. Then this morning, it turned dead calm, which I was starting to lay some bets. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of formulating how I want to do the card. And then once clearly all my bets were laid and apparently the golfing gods don't like me for profiting when I said a player was going to suck and then end up hitting on Sunday. Um, the weather forecast changed and it kind of, I think, I don't know if it screws me, but it makes my strategy not that great, which we'll talk about later. It's not that but bad on Thursday. This is not so, that big of a differential. So Thursday, it's not a differential, but I had a, You'll see. We'll talk about it. Okay. All right. So basically on Thursday, it's going to go from like seven miles per hour to start the day to about 16 of gusts to like 25. It's going to stay like that till about five o'clock and then the wind's going to die down. So basically what's going to happen is it seems like guys who go off in the morning towards the later part of the round, they're going to start some wind and then guys in the afternoon, they're going to start off with wind and then it's going to deescalate as the afternoon goes on. So what, where are you using? Because I just have Fort Worth in my wind finder. You something? Oh, uh, there's some, there's some specific? Navy, some navy okay. base across the river that is used. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you use Fort Worth, it's probably fine. Like it's five miles away. It's not. Well, I don't away. see. <coughs> Sorry, guys. The um, I don't see. Uh, I don't see the gusts. I mean, the biggest gust I see on Thursday, if I'm just looking at Fort Worth, is 14 at 7 a.m. Other than that, it's like nine, and the highest it gets is 12 at four. Are you looking at the hourly? Yeah. Then I'll have to send you the screenshot, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's why I asked which one you were using. Yeah, I see 7 to 13, 6 to 28, 14 to 20, 14 to 21, 8 13 all the way through the day. Awesome. Okay, so Friday, like a little bit of wind in the afternoon, but not much. Like, I guess maybe a p.m. a.m. stack is probably best, but I don't think there's going to be that a dramatic difference. Um, Saturday and Sunday, though, as you described it, is just hell on earth. Um, <laughs> <Okay>, baby. <laughs> 20 to 30 mile per hour winds, high of 97 each day on Saturday, Sunday. I, God bless anyone who's going to Colonial this week to watch it. Cause A, you're going to need lots of water. Uh, B, probably a gurney is stretchy either because you have heat stroke. Uh, C, lots of suntan lotion, especially on Sunday. Uh, like who, who actually wants to go watch a tournament in this weather? I, no. I have no idea. No. No, no way. I, 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 I wrote the article and I said, uh, it's like playing in a convection oven. 
Basically, yeah. <laughs> a, a really windy convection yeah. oven. Yeah, because the air circulates. <laughs> yeah, so basically it's going to feel like when a nuclear bomb goes off because that bit, that hot wind goes off in your face and then you're yeah. eviscerated. That's it. Yeah, so. All right, so that's the weather. Um, I think if you if you can get a six to six, be proud of yourself because I think this leaderboard is going to turn over Saturday, Sunday, and you know what? Who knows at that point? Yeah, let the chips fall where they may at that okay. point. So. All right. Well, then speaking of that, why don't we go over our outrights? So you only had one last night. You had Finau. Yep. So why don't you tell us what the rest of your betting card looks like? So I still got Finau, obviously. Um, and then, uh, so I went with Answer. In reality, just because I was like, all right, I feel fine about him. I don't really want to, I can't go low in this tournament. Like the numbers were just too low for the guys on the top of the board, like Morikawa and anybody else who I wanted short. So. I took answer. Good course history, coming in in good form. Clearly, the injury is okay. Um, Hoagie at 55. Um, I like Hoagie a lot. Uh, although, listen, as a as as a as a guy who plays in Florida, you know, if you if you're a little overweight, man, this shit's gonna wear on him on Saturday and Sunday if he makes it there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so hold so hold on a second. Let me stop you on Hoagie. Sure. Are you concerned that this is a homecoming event for him? What do you mean homecoming event? He went to school at TCU. He's a Fort Worth guy. Yeah, I don't care. He fucking, I mean, clearly that he likes the party here. Like he, he hasn't had a good course history here. So okay, so um, like some guys can like say that hey, it's actually not a great thing to play at home because you're staying in bed and you got family obligations, like stuff like that. Yeah, but Hoagie's a degenerate, so he's out hanging out with his boys, fucking playing poker probably late at night. Like I don't know. Like okay, that's a, that that's not a good thing. You're not helping your case here. No, no. But listen, so so maybe he is comfortable here. But here's the deal, right? So he won Pebble when his when his putter caught fire. And his putter caught fire last week, and he's trending in the right direction as far as, like, you know, uh, the 19th two weeks ago, top 10 this past week. Um, this course should be good for him, right? Like, it if you think theoretically, about, it should. If theoretically, it should be good for him. So um, I think Hoagie is a, is a fine player, and whatever, man, I got a kind of a shitty number. I got him at 55. I know there was some longer ones out there, but once again, live in Florida. Listen, I'm giving you a hard time because I considered him, too. He looks very good on the stat model. I just... Yeah, there's some other things that don't really make sense about. It's not adding up. Yeah, I don't, I don't get why he doesn't play well here. But listen, man, it's 55 to one like that. Um, I took your boy, Neesmith, 125. Um, I was perfectly fine with that. Why is he my boy? Weren't you the one who said I said him last night in the yeah. Last night. Okay. I mean, I won't say he's my boy, but I like. No, he's not your boy, but you brought him up, and so I dug in a little bit. I was like, oh, I'm okay with this. Got him at at 125, and I got my bomb, uh, Lashley, uh, at 150 to one. I got room for another one. I was toying with Gooch after Jeff brought him up. I haven't pulled the trigger on that one yet. I don't know. What do you think about Gooch? Well, I'll get to him in a little bit, but I want to talk about Nate Lashley for a second because you said that like he was like 30th and like around the green this field. Which mm-hmm. actually isn't all that impressive, but whatever. It caught my eye. I was like, he doesn't look that good around the green, my numbers. And I actually went back and checked and I had a data error from the Wells Fargo. Oh. I, I don't know if data golf <laughs> ended up recalculating some strokes gained, but a couple guys are off and he was one of them. Okay. So he looks better. Yeah. He looks much better. So, and hey, look, dude, he's got three top twenties in his last four events and, and, I mean, look, he's he's fine. Like he's perfectly fine. He doesn't putt well on bent, right? Uh, but I mean, listen, man, I'm gonna he's whatever he's 6800. He's 150 to one. Look good, tee to green, uh, and approach at the Byron Nelson. Played fine at Mexico, which you wouldn't think, right? Because um, he's he's not exceptionally long. And uh, yeah, man, like whatever. Like I, I don't I didn't even go back to Putacana because that doesn't count, right? So from Valero on, though, I mean, missed cut three top twenties. Yeah, let's go, man. Cheap as fuck. 150 to 1. Why not? Okay. All right. So, I already said my betting card. I already mentioned Finau. We're both on him. I got 41 to 1. Um, I just like the course history here. I like how he's trending. He's been hitting the ball really well. I don't need to explain anymore. Yep. Uh, Webb Simpson, 48 to 1, who is apparently getting steamed to the moon. Uh, I'm happy with my number. Uh, I guess I'm happy he's getting steamed. Means sharp, big money's on him. Yeah. I feel good about the pick. I know you don't, but I was impressed by what I saw. Maybe I saw more on the covers than you did. I was I was impressed. I have a, I have a web bias anyway. I think he burned me a couple times in a row. So he did. Yeah. I mean, you had to point on the doll where he hurt you. That's right. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I I'm happy with the number for a guy who has some win equity that has played well here before, and you know, 
I don't think if he's if his ball striking's right, like I see all his numbers are trending up, like with the ball striking stuff. So that's encouraging. It was really like a lot of his problems were with the putter, which he got that kind of going last week. He got the irons going. I'm good with it. So yeah. it was him. Um, Gary Woodland, who I actually uh, misspoke. I did not get him at 51. I got him at 60 to one. Mm. Yay. So that was great. Uh, Patrick Reed, 100 to one. I went over the case last night. He should have finished in the top 10. If he finished top 10, he would be a lot more popular. He probably would be top. not 7,400. He would be 8,000 this week with his course history. The fact that he is irons good. And he just screwed up the last three holes. I think he's close. Um, yeah, I mean, the only club in his bag that's a PXG now is his driver. Which is, so, did you see that video? Was it like two weeks ago? Uh, where the fucking head came flying off of the PXG driver in PG. I don't remember which golfer. Oh, he it was. broke it? It was, no, it wasn't him. It was some other PXG golfer. It literally, like, during the swing, the head fucking flew off. Well, listen, I mean, it costs only 303 bucks retail. They gotta save somewhere. It's probably on that shaft. That's right. <laughs> so, all right. So listen, I, I feel good about Patrick Reed this week. He seems like the type of guy that if I look at the Wikipedia page, he's going to win colonial. So then I, good. well, uh, then I also have Bryson 101 and yeah. now I get to save the embarrassment of putting out a betting card with Bryson on it because he would drew today. Thank you. Uh, so then I left two spots on my card. So these are the guys I considered. I considered Taylor Gooch at about 40 to 1. That's right. I considered Harold Varner third at 65. Yeah. I consider Kevin Knott 60. I consider Munoz at 60 to 1. And I considered Hoagie at 70 to 1. And I was only going to pick two. I ended up on Gooch okay. when I dug into the numbers. My concern with him was he had not been driving the ball that great the last couple of months, but he's been driving the ball well his last two tournaments. And combined with the fact that he hit the ball great with his irons, he's a good scrambler, decent backgrass putter. And he's gotten better and better at each colonial appearance he's been in. I think he finished, what, T14 last year? Yeah, so that, he, that was enough to sell him for me. Yeah, he, he's gone 29th, 43rd, the 14th. He actually ranks fifth around the green in the last 24. Um, and then last week, obviously on a tougher course, gained over eight to green and over three on approach. So yeah. yeah. And, and Taylor Gooch fits like, I feel like in five years or looking like, like he might not be relevant anymore, but I feel like, Oh yeah. That like, you know, he had a little run. They're like a Chris Kirk type, like a guy, yeah. Yeah. I can see you that. know, Chris Kirk went RSM and then he went colonial, like, like something like that. So I picked him and then I went Munoz okay. at 60 to one. And I like I went back over the last year and a half. He's been really close to winning a couple. Oh, I'm times. aware. John Deere. Yep. Had Byron there. Nelson. I didn't have him there. Uh, this event last year. Yep. Um, a couple. There's a couple. Uh, he played well with Zozo. That was a tough weather tournament. Yep. I think he played well with Valero too this year. Hmm. So yeah, he played real well. Yeah, he's been playing good. Uh, got a lot of things I'm looking for. You know, he's a good driver. Like he doesn't get, he's got some length, but he doesn't get a whole lot. He's pretty accurate too. It's a lot of the same reason I liked him last week. Yeah. Maybe I should go back to him. Hit his irons great, decent scrambler too. Puts well on bent. Yep. And that was enough for me to go off a of hoagie who had some things I didn't love in the course history. Kevin Na, who, it, I don't know. It, yeah. it, it seems like that's too easy. <laughs> and who was the third guy? I forget. I forget who the, who I forget who the third guy was. Oh, Varner. Varner. Yeah. Varner just missed the cut. Um, yeah. he appears somewhere else in my betting card. I really like him this week. Me too. Um, just he lost a tiebreaker for me. So, so it works. So it's Gooch, Finau, Simpson, Woodland, Munoz, and Reed. Okay. So, so yeah, so I got, I got room, I got room for one more, maybe two. Okay. Maybe. Any, any that I said that sold you. And why is it Webb Simpson? It's fucking not Webb Simpson. So I don't know, man. I I love Munez, and you know he's you know he's on my card. Uh, I just I think I've had him twice when he's choked it away, at least twice. So I, I don't know if I can get back there on him. I can't get the number you have on Reed. Um, I like HV three, but can he actually close? I don't know. Well, I mean, he he did win an event this year, and it was, uh, it was and it was a windy listen, tournament. Listen, you're talking. Listen, he, Capper's guys, right? So like he's um the uh, I mean, look, it, it took like a what an 84 foot eagle putt, right? I mean, listen, winning is winning, right? I'm not I'm not taking that away, but once again, I think winning is a skill. 
So I don't know. Um, yeah, I gotta think about those guys. I think I'll probably tell you on one of them. Okay. All right. Well, then we'll look forward to your final betting card uh, tomorrow. Anybody you regret betting? No, because I bet so fucking late. I regret like some of the numbers I have, but no, like whatever. It is okay. What it is. No, I I feel good about my card too. I I like that I didn't go too far up the board. I like that I stayed in the middle tier. Yeah. I only spent about 1.1 units, so I got plenty of room to play with this weekend because mm-hmm. I think some shit might get hairy and crazy. You so. have no idea what's going to happen on the weekend. Right. And, so, and, and tomorrow the weather could change. Who the fuck Yeah, knows? exactly. So I like where I'm at. You know, if I go live on somebody, I'll post it in Slack. So we'll see. That's why, that's right. why, that's why you got to come to the Slack channel, baby. Exactly. All right. Well, we're taking our break, and then we'll go over matchups. Sounds good. Listen, so Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there, and I use it for my dynasty league. It's a game-changing product, unlike anything else in the industry, and now you can make money on Sleeper, too, by playing their new over-under game. Super simple. First, any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. Uh, then choose the amount of money you want to enter in the contest. You pick correctly, you can win anywhere between 2 and 20 times the money you put in. And the main reason I'm excited about the over-under sleeper is it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together or go the other way. Uh, so listen, stop what you're doing. Download Sleeper now to their down, download Sleeper now to play their new over/under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money too. So make sure you go on you to <laughs> make sure you join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com/sgp. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's right. Join our squad and get a 100% deposit match on sleeper.com/sgp. Okay, matchup time. Capper, why don't you go first? What's the first matchup you love this week? Morikawa over Hovland. Okay. And it's even. All right, so you're not concerned about Morikawa in the win then? I mean, his course history here kind of negates that for me. Okay, but, okay, in COVID year it was calm, last year it was calm. I know, I know, but I just don't believe, I know, I think Hovland even gained strokes around the green last week. But I just still don't trust it. I trust Morikawa more than Hovland. And I really don't have any action at the top of the board, right? I mean, other than that, I mean, I got I got one guy that I got a top 20 number on that was pretty decent, so I took that. But, yeah, uh, I like Morikawa here. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't trust Hovland at all. Like, his biggest weapon is his driver, and he's not good around the grade. I know he can club down and do it. His, his irons, too. He's, yeah, I know, but I guess when I think about He's literally a top five iron player in the world. I know, I know, but when I think about like just just details, I know, I know. No, no, no. When I think about Hovland, like just think about how straight he can hit the fucking ball, or or you know what I mean, or bend it when he wants to, and it's so long. Like I never worry about Hovland off the tee, you know what I mean. But if he misses a green here, I do think he can fuck up, right? He's a great putter too, though. So listen, it's even. I wanted some piece of Morikawa. I couldn't get there on the bets. And I don't know if I'm going to play him in DFS yet. So I wanted Morikawa on it, and that was the matchup I wanted. So that's why I took Okay. All right. So the first matchup, I'm going to start, I'm going to start with Gary Wither, my first matchup. And obviously, I bet him outright. So there's a lot of reasons why I like him. He's got a great course history. Um, you know, he hit the ball relatively well for three rounds, and he just faded over on Sunday. Yeah. Overall, though, solid driver. I, I feel confident with him in the win. He's up against Cameron Jangali, who has, doesn't have a really good course history here. I, he's made a bunch of cuts, but he has a very high finishes. I know he's playing a little better lately. The iron's been doing well, but, you know, struggling a little bit around the greens. Um, you know, losing strokes off the tee. But I've been ice cold, and I've been terrible in matchups. And one of the things I said I'd do this week, I would go the opposite way when I have an instinct. And what's probably going to end up happening is Tringali is probably going to suck but make the cut on the number, and Woodland is going to probably bogey and last hold and miss it on the number. And Tringali wins. So I'm going Tringali minus 110 over Woodland. Just fade my handicap. We are doing that this week, baby. Because something's right. going to All right. So I actually went with Hoagie over Tringali. Okay. And for all the reasons you said, right, struggles around the green. He's a mad golfer. I know he like, I think he's top 15 or top 20 at RBC. But other than that, it's always T40, T60. His stupid hand wave is irritating to watch on fucking TV. And for all the reasons I like Hoagie to win outright, like, yeah, I'm going to take him against a mad golfer in my brain. And, and I got it at... Minus one fifteen, so okay. not even too, not even too much juice. You know what? Maybe we both can win. Maybe you know, Hoagie finishes, you know, decent with a T forty two. 
Nice. Uh, Tringali finishes T72 after bombing out over the weekend, and Woodland misses well, the, miss the cut. Okay. I got a row winner. All right. Everybody, everybody, that's okay. everybody wins. Exactly. <laughs> All right, my second matchup. So, obviously, I said some goalie praise with Taylor Gooch. I love how he hit the ball. Uh, he finished T14 last year. I mentioned I didn't really like Billy Horschel yesterday in the DFS show. Just everything's just kind of meh, you know? It's kind of just flatlining a little bit. Maybe I got some Billy Horschel fatigue. But once again, I am going to betray my instincts because Billy Horschel kind of just has some meh, like, top 35 finishes. And I'm going to go Billy Horschel minus 105 for Taylor Gooch. Just, again, full fade Steve this week. Bro. I got Gooch minus 110 over Billy Ho. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be great. This is fucking hilarious. Uh, I, just, yeah. I literally just said why you like why you like it, and then I'm going the complete opposite way. Yeah. No, you're right. And, and the funny thing is I, I fucking hate betting against Billy Ho because he's such a pain in the dick when you it's don't have money on him. sucker. He he's going to gain like eight strokes putting this week. Yeah, probably. You're right. But listen, I, I like Gooch over Billy, and I, I don't know. I just I can't root for Billy. Even though he actually does a lot of nice stuff up here in uh, in Northeast Florida. Uh, like he has a good charity and things like that. And like he does a lot for the community. But watching him is annoying. And yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, uh, yeah fuck it. I don't care. I like Gooch. I can't, I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe you're going doing this. It's weird. Um, all right, but I'm going Gooch. Over Billy minus one fifteen. All right. You know you got to change something up. Like when you got the shanks, you move the change over to the right hand pocket. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. All right, let's go with third matchup. Uh, so let's start with Davis Riley. I really like Davis Riley this week. I just love how he's playing. Young stud kid. He's got three top fifteens in a row. Lots of Valspar. This is the kid on the up and up. I mean, you look at the numbers recently. Hitting the shit out of the ball off the tee. Combination of length and accuracy. Uh, hit his irons well. He's potting well, too. This is his debut. I think he's going to show well. And, you know, with Matt McNeely, just, again, kind of the downs. That trending down tee to green. Kent trending down with the irons. He's been kind of staying afloat with the putter. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. That was Denny McCarthy. I'm le- Where's Matt McNeely? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my apologies. No, trending down tee to green, trending sending down. down off the tee, then staying up for the park. Hey, Danny McCarthy's just poor man Matt McNeely at this point. He really is. Well, once again, I'm going to betray my instincts, and Matt McNeely somehow, some way, has done very well at this golf course, and I'm going to go Matt McNeely minus one twenty over Davis Riley. Yeah. Okay. Even though I love Riley this week, but yeah. literally just George Costanza week. All right, let's let's see if uh, this wacky shit works. I feel it's like probably uh, not. I mean, I feel, feel like I feel like I feel like this is the week you sweep uh, if you win if you went the right way. Then you know what? Here's the thing, listener. Okay, I just gave a full breakdown of each one. If you trust it, then go with it. If you think I'm just a clown the last two months, failing my matchups, and you're just sick of it, I am throwing you a lifeboat here <laughs> by saying I am giving you the full opportunity to go the opposite of the handicap, because I'm doing it myself, okay? Mm-hmm. So there you go. Choose your own adventure, guys. Choose your own adventure. It's probably it going to go 1-1-1, one, one, and one, to be honest. Look, look it up, kids. <laughs> All right. Wild, man. What's, what's your, what, do you have any others you like? I like Todd over Knox. That's gross. I know. That's why I like it. Yeah, I don't trust Knox. Wasn't Knox a first-round leader here recently? The last Not couple here. of years? Oh, at Byron Nelson, he was. Yeah, 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 not here. No, no, no. And listen, I like Knox. You know, I bet on Knox and things like that. But uh, listen, Todd's got. He's been kind of good lately, though. He's been fine. I'm getting plus money for Todd. This is one of those just. I'm just trusting it. Uh, it, My eyes, when I went through it, my eyes were like, yeah, I want that. I want plus money with Todd against Knox. Like, he's getting. Like, this is a Brendan Todd course, right? He might be washed. It's still a Brendan Todd course, so I feel like he can knock his way around here and be okay. All right, it's kind of a Russell Knox course, too. Okay. Maybe. I feel like... Actually, he's got better... Knox has better course history than Todd. Mm, I don't know. Actually, actually, that's a verifiable fact. No, no, no. I don't mean that. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Like, whatever. I'm betting on Todd. (laughs) Just numbers. Yeah, just numbers. No, man. Listen, I only use them when it helps my argument. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) Anything else? No, those are the only matchups we got. Okay. All right. Why don't we take another break and we'll go over positionals. All right. Well, listen, sweaty sack summer is approaching and it's time for you to prioritize the comfort of your crotch. That's why the kings of crotch, 
crotch comfort. Manscaped has spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. I've had the honor of testing out these new boxers, and I can say it's the softest fabric of any underwear. It's so breathable that it's like gills for your groin. They even trademark the jewel pouch so you know it's serious. It's time you invest in your family jewels, so let your bulge breathe and get 20% off, plus free shipping when you use promo code SGP at manscaped.com. Listen, I've already told you, boys, it's uh, it's getting miserably hot down here in Florida, and uh, I was going to golf on Thursday. And if I am going to golf on Thursday, I'm definitely wearing these things because, listen, golf's hot enough without balls sticking to your thigh, okay? So, listen, and don't forget about this, all you single guys. If you're on a date and your partner sees that manscaped on the waistband of your underwear, it's almost guaranteed to raise some eyebrows and act like a billboard on the highway to Pleasure Town. That is thanks to their lawnmower 4.0. Their best electric trimmer for below the waist grooming and the trimmer offers skin safe technology designed to trim loose hair on the skin. And outside of ball trimming, they're now focusing efforts on helping you put those thigh slappers in other ways with the game changing boxers, which include features like the jewel pouch designed to cradle your boys in their own special space lined with perforated performance fabric to keep them well ventilated. Basically, just imagine your balls sipping pina coladas, chilling on a hammock on a tropical beach, and the micro model fabric is buttery soft and breathable to keep your cucumber cool. Walk, run, strut. These moisture-wicking boxes breathe without breaking a sweat. The tagless waistband hugs your body without digging in and lays fat <laughs> flat against your skin to reduce chafing. The front fly opening gives easy access to make bathroom breaks quick and efficient. You can choose from arrangement sizes from small to 3X. So get 20% off and free shipping with promo code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code SGP at manscaped.com. Once the boxers 2.0 touch your sack, you'll never go back. All right, positional time. I'll give you a little bit of a break. That was a long thank you. Thank you, thank you. All right. So I don't make top tens. I didn't see any. There just seemed like layups. So I just went to the top 20 market. I kind of need to use this on guys that I like this week. Didn't get there on the outright. So Song JM considered him outright. Um, what held me back was I just don't know what he's going to be like. Come back. Maybe he starts off slow and then progress through the week. But I have nothing bad to say about him at this course. He's got a top 10. I know he's going to keep it the play off the tee. Irons can be a little up and down, but I've seen a, a lot of peak performances over the last couple of months. Good putter, good putter on bent. So I got him at top 20 plus 160. Uh, I like the number. I think yeah. that's pretty reasonable for uh, yeah. Song Jae and his return, finish like, yeah. you know, T12 or something. Absolutely. All right. Uh, second one, I said I consider Kevin Oz as a uh, outright. I just can't get there. I, I feel like it just it just seems like it's too obvious. But I feel like he's going to play well. Irons have been great. Um, he played better, I think, than his final result on the PGA. He just he screwed up a little bit on Sunday. But he was hanging around the top 25 all week. Um, I think they can do that again this week at a golf course that he's done very well at. Again, his irons great. He's going to keep him play off the tee. He won a windy colonial. I think this is going to be, you know, he can do that again. Uh, Kevin Knott's top 20 plus 250. And then Harold Varner the third. Again, I like him a lot. Like this was a guy that I, I looked a lot at how these guys are doing with their irons and with their around the green game coming in. He's one of the leaders, at least in the short term. Yeah. So it automatically makes the top of my list. Yep. I know he can do it in windy conditions because he won at Saudi and that was over the weekend. Just it was really windy that week. Yep. Um, didn't get there on the outright, but I think he's going to play well. Um, I, I also like that he lost strokes putting last week. I think that's going to rebound. Harold Arthur, top 20 plus 250. Nice. Like okay. it. What about you? All right. I got one top 10. I got Spieth at plus 180. What? Yeah. Plus 180. I told you. Like, that was the only one I could like. Like, listen, every, everything screams that he's going to do good here. Everything. But you don't like it? No, I, I, I don't like that. I didn't have that. Oh, oh, do I have the better number now? Yay! That was even close. That <laughs> yeah, was like even one. odds and everything else. Yeah, saw. exactly. Plus one eight. That must have been an error. Speed, he, he, he is literally Mr. Colonial. Like he, he's coming yeah, in dog shit form, good form. <laughs> yep. And he just cranks out like top 15 finishes. Yes. Yeah. Plus 180 is what I have. So that was, uh, that was an auto bet. Um, for all the reasons that we know, right? Fucking great form, great course history here. Yeah. Plus 180. It was a mistake. Sorry, bunch of luck, local. Um, but the bet is late. Um, You're like the golden retriever with like you know the, the shoe in his mouth, just wagging his tail, all happy to the owner. Uh, I am. I never beat you on a number ever. 
Ever. All right. That's all pretty good. All right, okay. continue. All right. So that was the only top ten I made because I don't like top tens. I just happened to be scrolling through and I was like, what? I'm, I'm, r- I'm rubbing off on you. I scrolled back. Oh, you definitely are. And I, yeah. and I scrolled back. I scrolled back up to be like, was it a top five at 180? I was like, top ten. Scroll back down one more time. Okay. Back up. Back down. Lay in the bed. Um, okay. So, so, all right. So top 20s. Could be start becoming a problem for me. Um, so, so to lay it out before you go through a ball, uh, yeah. you said before the show, you have eight and you're considering <laughs> how many more? No, I got two, four, six. Oh no, I do have eight. Yeah, I yes. have eight. I have eight, and I was considering two more, but I just realized it was speed at plus one thirty, and I already have them at the top ten. Wait, so hold on a second. Yeah. So the top twenty is plus one thirty, and yeah. the top ten is only plus one eighty. Yeah, that seems like a mistake. That's a that yeah that that's a mistake. Yeah, I'll bet them both. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> the uh yeah. What's funny is is yeah I because that's the one I didn't bet. It's off to the side. Um. All right. So I'm with you on HP three. I have him at two fifty as well for all the reasons you like. Um, yeah, I mean, look, he's, he's good. And yeah, I think this is, this is the type of shit that I feel like will be his first, like, U.S. soil win, right? Like, this type of course fits everything he does. Um, and then I get Coke Rack top 20 at plus 180, right? Obviously, good course history here, decent form. Um, I think it's a really good number. Uh, you already talked about Riley, young stud, like, Obviously showing really good form. If it wasn't for Cam Young, he would definitely be in the tops for rookie of the year. I get him at plus 190 uh, for a top 20. Uh, answer, plus 170, top 20. Yes, please. Like, right. like, like I'll take that. Because I have him as an outright. I'm at least going to – I'm going to try to put all my outrights now, like, especially if we get these – because I've never had access to numbers. Like, usually, like, if I go to my other books, answers, like – Either has a minus in front of it or it's like even or, you know what I mean? Like, so it's not worth it. It wasn't worth it for me. Um, and then I took, I, I like the case you made for Neesmith last night, plus 370, top 20. Um, I'm taking my boy Lashley for all the reasons I've already talked about, plus 450. Like that hits. I'm very happy. Um, Munez at plus 20, uh, plus 220. Um, for all the reasons I've already talked about, I know he's cursed and I couldn't fit him anywhere else in my cat. I didn't want to bet him outright. Um, well, actually, I take that back. I have one more spot. Uh, but Fleetwood at plus 170. He's just playing too good of golf now to just leave off your card. Um, I consider it a top 20, but what's funny is I did the same exact thing with fucking speed. I looked at it uh, and the, the top 10 was only like plus 210. I was like, I'll just take, I'll just take the top 20 at plus 170. So. All right. So you got Fleetwood, Kokrak, Answer, Riley, Neesmith, Lashley, Munoz. Who was the last one? Fleetwood, Munez, Lashley, Neesmith, Answer, Kokrak, HV3. Oh, Varner. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I think you probably need to clear three, three of eight. And if Lashley hits, I don't even need to do that. What, did you just bet the same on every one? Yeah, of course. Okay. All right. I don't do that, but okay. Yeah, um. All right. I'm going to say of those, Lashley's going to blow it. Neesmith's going to blow it. Co-Crash's going to blow it. Okay. Answer's going to blow it. Really? Did you bet answer outright? No. Okay. And I think you'll hit three. I think you're hit three. Okay. Because I'm toying with I was toying with Ad and Speed because that doesn't count, but Palmer at three to one. I was yeah. thinking about. Yeah, he's, you're you're, you're yeah. paying you're paying for the the heritage. Uh, yeah, and that's the so, Texas heritage, not the yeah. RBC heritage. I know, and that's why it's like yeah. So I, that's why I haven't, I haven't laid that one yet. Um, okay. But he and yeah yeah he um. No bueno for him. He did not look good last week. Oh. You're looking at Byron Nelson, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have access to top 40s this week or no? Nope. That went away. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you do with those, by the way? Um, I think I did all right. Okay. I think it went two for three, I think. That's pretty good. See? You got a little taste. Yeah. A little taste. Where I get them fucking four times a year. Awesome. It's like mushroom. Right. He lived up in New England. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I have three top 40s. Um, I didn't mention – you questioned me why I didn't mention him on the DFS show. Listen, I do like Doug Gibb. Okay. Decent core sister here, hitting the ball well. You know, he keeps it in play off the tee. The scramble well lately, and his iron's pretty good too. So top four down him, plus 170. I like that. Yeah. Uh, listen, I understand that I think JT Poston sucks. 
and I always criticize you for using him, but I'm using him this week because I like what I saw. Like it. I, if he makes the weekend, I think that's the type of player that's going to hang around because it's going to turn into just, all right, an up and down game. Yep. And he's pretty good at that. He's like a really poor man's, like, Patrick Reed, I feel like. Like, extremely poor man's Patrick Reed. <laughs> so top 40 on him plus 200. And then Steve Nieger, kind of the same build. Like, I just need him to play the weekend. Um, he's within his irons good, so maybe that'll carry him to it. Uh, again, if this kind of turns into a rock fight, I can see him just climb up the leaderboard with, you know, with the getaway getting up and down. He already showed he can play well in bad weather with his performance as TBC Potomac. Top 40 plus 225 on Steven Yeager. Keep the train rolling. Like it. All right. Uh, why don't we take another break and then we'll get into our last little bit of props. All right. Sounds good. Listen. Athletic Greens has the AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? One delicious scoop of AG1 you're absorbing. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day, right? This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things. So it costs you less than 3 bucks a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase, all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay. So for the first time in over a month, mm. I actually come prepared to the show with first round lanes because let's go. Well, think about the, what we've had. We had, I, we had heritage. Yep. And there was a Zurich and I just, we both said fuck off to the Zurich. Um, it was Mexico with no course history, so I said you just on your own. Yep. Uh, we had what was after that? Potomac. Potomac, yeah. No, it wasn't Potomac. Yeah, it was. It was CPC Potomac. Well, all right, all right, it was Potomac. And I, and that was, that was basically, basically a new course. Yeah. So I said you're on your own. Yep. Uh, then we had Byron Nelson. Yep. Only had one year history. You're on your own. Yep. Then we had Southern Hills. You're on your own. <laughs> yep. But now we have Colonial, where we have let's a go. lot of history. So I can finally talk about some trends that I've seen. And All right, let's go. So I, whenever I look at this, I look at where they started and what hole. So let's talk about A and PM. Uh, there are 17 guys since 2012. That's far back I could find the Google machine about tea time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that were, I had a share of first on leader. Nine of them started in the, a, in the AM, eight of them in the PM. So basically a 50-50 split. Probably comes down to weather at that point. Yep. Don't really see much of this. Well, my hole is one in ten. Now you had the theory that starting off on ten had a big advantage. Yeah. And you're right. Over since 2012, it's 11 to six. But over the last five years, it's been basically 50 50. I don't know if that's because equipment's better now. Because mm-hmm. you know, guys just hit it longer and straighter off the tee. They're not getting as much trouble on one where they can actually make birdie more. Yeah. Might be that. And considering the weather. It doesn't seem like there's going to be a big split, I think, on Thursday as far as, like, one wave or the other. I think you kind of go with a balanced approach. Go, just go with some of the guys you like. You know, mix it up, like, you know, AM, PM, 10, 1. You know, yep. kind of scatter the boards with the guys you like and go from there. All right, so what are the ones you like? So it's always my guys, right? So, I mean, I you, you, you got to play your guys for this shit. So I'm actually with on Fleetwood. First round leader, he was first round leader at TPC not too long ago. Um, I'll take that. Diamond, he's a guy who can always start out hot, fits the course pretty well. Uh, Munez, because fuck it, play him every week. Just hit him fucking 71 two weeks ago. Take that. Um, Gooch as well, HB3. Riley, Spieth, because I feel like when I don't bet Spieth, it's almost like a hedge against my other guys, because if I don't bet Spieth for first round leader, he's minus 10. His course history here, he could absolutely come out on fire. If his putter is anywhere close to a 12 handicap putter. Um, and then, uh, I threw your boy Neesmith in there and I got room for a couple more. I'm debating between Lashley, Woodland, Answer, and Palmer. So what I got two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. So I got room for three more because I do 10 every week. That's my limit. That's what I do. Okay. All right, so let's pull back the curtain a little bit. Let's go back to last week. Yep. So I don't usually play first round leaders. I think it's a negative EV move. I've never really been into that game. So fun. But on the majors, I always give out first round leaders. And on the betting show, 
I gave out Rory. You did? And of course, I didn't bet it. Nope. And you didn't give it out that day, but then mm-hmm. you put it on your card. Mm-hmm. And guess who got all the glory? You did, sir, even though. It's because it's I laid the bet, sir. All right, well, congratulations. You got the idea from me. You got all the glory while I took all the bows under the stage like Robert to end here. That's right. You know that reference, by the way? Yes. There we go. So you know what? I said, fuck it. You going to get down this week, baby? I'm getting down. I'm getting in the You guys have been having fun without me. It's time. (laughs) So here's what I did. And now my logic for it is kind of flawed. When I made the first round leader bets, it looked like dead calm. And I saw that it rained a shit ton. On Tuesday, I'm like, that's going to be a soft golf course. I want really good iron players. You don't have to be the best putter, but you know what? You just got to find a little bit of magic. Just hit the shit out of the ball. Hit it close. Maybe I'll get lucky. So I basically got a lot of ball strikers here without who can't really putt. Then I saw the wind. But you know what? We'll see. It's, it's still going to be soft. So that's why I gravitated to Kawa Morikawa because right. I thought it was going to be really soft. It was no wind. Yeah. And I got a 30 to one first on leader. Same thing with Hoblin, but he actually is a good putter too. I think if it's really soft and maybe you can get lucky with the wind, he'd just go fire right at pins and just catch fire. Carlisle Burry. So Morikawa 31, Hoblin 33 to one. I took the answer at 45 to one. Even though I don't really like him a whole lot, I do see that he's really accurate. He's going to be hitting him up from the fairway a whole lot. He's hitting his irons a little better and he's been putting really well. If he just hit a bunch of greens, I feel like he can get out of the first round lead. Maybe he can take the hot streak. 45 to one on him. Yep. Curse, Chris Kirk, 50 to one. Grace course history. You know, I, I, one of the reasons I almost bet him outright too is I remember last year after Stewart Sink at the Masters did really well. And then he went to RBC Heritage, a golf course he dominates at with good vibes that he had winning. Yep. Maybe Chris Kirk can do that again this week. Like, uh-huh. I played really good last week. Now I'm going to Colonial. Like I'm close. I'm going to play well. Maybe he gets to a hot start, 50 to 1 on Chris Kirk. Like it. Davis Riley, 55 to 1. I know I fade him in the matchup, but <laughs> I just believe the kid's talent. I think he'd make a lot of birdies, and maybe this is like his coming out party. Nope. 55 to 1 on him. Kevin Kisner, 75 to 1. A former winner here. Hit his irons a little better lately, too. I know he's going to keep in the fairway, so if he hits a lot of good iron shots, gets high with the putter, I like him to get down to a nice, you know, lead. 75 to 1 on him. Yep. Kevin Cameron Tringali. Like, that's another guy I'm going to need to keep in the fairway, but he's been hitting his irons great, and he's got Ryan a hot putter, too. Uh, he got to a good start last year at Colonial. I think he was within, like, three of the lead after day one. Just 80 to 1 on him. CT Pan, 9 to 1. Maybe paying back everybody got screwed over at Byron Nelson with him. That means, that means I have to bet him then. Well, I mean, like, that's a guy who I feel like is going to hit the hell out of his irons, and if he just hits it really close every time, just cards a lot of berries. Go with him. And then I'm also on Neesmith at 100 to 1. And Damon at 125 to 1. Let's go. There we go. Let's finally go. jump in. Welcome to the party, baby. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Is there still refreshments available or do I have to BYOB? Uh, there's always refreshments. Always okay. refreshments. All right. There you go. <laughs> we, so. we, we hit so many of them around here. The, the, the pantry's always full. Okay. <laughs> All right. One and done. Uh, do you want to go first? Because I have to see who I picked this week. I forget. Yeah. So I didn't have really anybody who I wanted to pick. <laughs> Right, so because okay. uh, I've already used Finau, um, already used Gooch. I guess I can use Answer. Hey, you could. I could. Yeah. I think I'll go Answer. Fuck it, I'll go Answer. I don't know if I'm actually gonna pick Answer. I, don't, I never. I don't make my decision on fucking one and done until last minute. I can go. Okay. I can go. Well, how much? Is, so how much is Answer left? Sixty-one percent. Talk about the Mayo Cup. Yeah, yeah, because. Yeah, I can use more Morikawa. You really want to use Morikawa this week? Not really. I want to wait for Brookline. Okay. I, I can use Scotty. I don't you, know could if I use, you could use Scotty. He's only 45% available. Hmm? Yeah. Is he, done, is, he, is he done winning? I don't know. I don't think so. He didn't look great last week, but whatever. All right. Yeah, fuck it. I don't know. I don't know. I'll be between Morikawa and Sheffield probably. So I want to, the press is pretty decent here, so I don't want to use a scrub. I mean, you should just pick the guy who's just gonna. You think is gonna finish high? Like, it doesn't really matter with purse. Dude, I need a win. <laughs> need I mean, a win. We all need wins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So just pick a guy you bet outright then. I, I, so have, that would be answer or some scrubs because I've already used Fina out. Then, and then pick the answer then. I like to kind of hedge with my one and done. <laughs> so soft. Okay. Not with Cam Smith. I hit that both. I don't do it all the time, but on a tournament like this, where I, I don't, I have a better feel about like 
the matchups of the positionals than I do the, the outright winner on this one. Um, well, you know what? I just called you soft, and that actually worked out aces for me doing that last week because I, I everyone had that outright error to you. So I picked Zalatoris and was out my card. He finished second. There you go. All right. So, Let's go. All right. Maybe, you maybe, maybe I should switch it then. <laughs> no, no, actually, over. It's, I I jumped up pretty big in the Mayo Cup. I went to three ninety three back in the money. Um, I just feel good about Finau. I haven't used him this week. Uh, I think what sixty percent of the pools already used him. Yep. So I'm gonna go Finau one and done. However, in our pool. That is now a four horse race. Yep. Um, thanks to my buddy Jay. Fuck you, Jay. Getting the winner and me getting Zalas for in second. We were the only two that had those guys. Uh, four horse race. So yep. I've already used Fina on that. Um, I have a decision to make because I need to keep up with you guys. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I didn't even really look at that one yet. <laughs> Shows how much you care. I, I Listen, I care. It's, I got other shit going on, Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's four horses with uh, only two. Positions pay, so it's important. We're not tournaments. Jay overtook. Oh, Jim, Jay's way up there now. Yeah, because he got two point six million or something. Oh, he's only eight hundred and forty. That's fine. That's okay. oh six hundred. Oh, uh, eight hundred. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Right. You're only four hundred thousand behind me. Exactly. Yeah, so we need we need to we need to take this down for the pod. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Maybe we'll start conspiring against those two. It's fine. I'm all about collusion. Let's go. There we go. No collusion. <laughs> all right. Let's take one more ad break, and then we'll get out of here. As you know, that browsing online using a cognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. That's right. Without ad security, you might as well give away all your data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the Internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse. The internet by encrypting 100% of your data, that means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely from shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Ted Cruz, even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed, uh, whether I'm at home or in public. I don't go online without using IPVanish, and they're offering a 70, incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. Tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream. Search and buy. Take your privacy back with a brand rate of 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use your promo code SGP and claim 70% off savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash SGP. All right. You got anything else, homie? Yeah, I got one more thing. Just got something that just occurred to me. So listen, we're recording this tonight. There was the terrible shooting. Down in Texas, it's just horrible. If you're a dad, that hits close to home. So, look, if you make some money this week, if you don't make some money, regardless, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some, you know, uh, fundraiser or something set up for something down there. Give a little bit of your winnings, even your losses or something. Just donate what you can because it's there's some families hurting tonight, and uh, you know, I'm sure anything you can probably do can help. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's what, 18, 18 gone now, the unimaginable pain of sending your kid to school where they're supposed to be protected and safe. And to have this happen is just, I, I can't imagine the shock uh, that these parents are going through. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. So yeah, maybe uh, we can find a decent link and tweet it out and try to try to get some money down there. Money's not going to help anything, but uh, maybe if it's just like meals and things like that, um, you know, when you lose somebody, you know, people like to send food because it's the last thing you're worried about. And yeah, man, it's just an awful time. Uh, shitty time to be alive. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully those cocksuckers in Senate and Congress and these assholes who we, uh, <laughs> who we elect to represent us actually, um, do something, but who fucking knows? Probably won't like always. Same, same, same simulation every day. Um, so hug your kids, hug your loved ones. Uh, other than that, um, you know, it's gambling on golf. It's nothing serious, but you know, it, it is what it is. So I uh, yeah, seriously go hug your kids. Good night. And, uh, that's it.